0: This is Becoming, a podcast for teens, episode 8, Real Fun.
1: Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. I'm your host, Tawny Beardall. I will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome back. We are finally here at what I've been waiting to do, which is real Real fun. fun. (laughs) So, the reason for why we're talking about real fun is because it really just can create some positivity in your life, bring you back to who you are, and it can help you create some seriously positive bonds and new friendships. It's an easier way to meet people. There are going to be times in your life when maybe you're going to be more active with your friends or less active with your friends. Yeah. And this fall, I was feeling a little bit that less active. I just wasn't having as much fun in my life. So what I do? She created her fun. <laughs> I created my own fun. So I started an adult women's flag football team. So much fun and hilarious. And we just had a blast together. And it was this great thing that we got to look forward to every week. And it got us to meet new people, got us to meet new people on our team off of our team. Great way to just have fun so it and it brought like so much meaning into my life in mm-hmm. such a silly way, but
1: it really does, and you don't have to be on like the high school sports team to have that interaction. They have tons of opportunities for intramural, and city leagues. You can just say, "Hey, friends, let's do this. I just feel like any opportunity you can make to see each other regularly." And create those bonds and experiences will be totally worth it and super fun you just have to make the effort to do it totally it doesn't always have to be so planned out like that and organized sports we had a bunch of teenagers over to our house last christmas and they were crazy creative and it made me laugh so hard we were having a party with my church group of the teenagers that i taught and there was you know boys and girls there and we thought they were all just had a great time and they were all leaving but I don't know, probably 45 minutes later, it was late, like 10.30 at night, we get a ring of the doorbell. I'm like, what in the world? And I look through the peephole, and there is a kid, like, full on sitting on a toilet at my doorstep. Oh, my like, God. what is going on? So we open the door, and my husband comes, and he's reading. This kid is reading a newspaper sitting on a toilet with his pants on, thank goodness. But all of a sudden, when we open the door, all the kids come from, like, behind the bushes, and they start singing carols to us. And the kid on the toilet just keeps reading. It was so random, but it was hilarious we were giggling and then as soon as they finished the carol they didn't even say anything to us they just picked up the toilet (laughs) and ran away as fast as they could and then when we found out they did this to like five other people but I just thought how funny is that and they were so creative and goofy but I know that created a bond between them and they started hanging out more after that and it created relationships when they probably were just all at our house like oh you know getting to know each other but It creates these bonds when you can do things that make you laugh together and just be creative like that. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. That's awesome.
0: I love, too, that they were, like, already doing an activity together, but obviously they just weren't done having fun. Yeah, they loved
1: each other. They wanted to keep being together and have real fun.
0: That's awesome. Well, you know, the master of ridiculous ideas like that, Garrett, my brother. Oh, yes. I am going to interview him because he is constantly coming up with new things to do, and somehow just always has something planned. So he really does. He
1: is the epitome of real fun. He's just super fun and creative and active and just a person you want to be around. I'm so glad you're interviewing him today.
0: As a family, we have this saying called force family fun because my dad and mom really encourage us to do fun things together as a family and I feel like that was really passed down to Garrett. So Garrett's going to help me. We're going to list off a bunch of fun ideas for you. And then we want to hear your guys's fun ideas. So welcome, Garrett.
2: I feel welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Should take it away? So the dynamic of like anything fun you do, it, it can depend on variables, right? So like how many people, um, is, is it mostly boys, is it mostly girls, are they couples, like things like that. And like, obviously you know, as you, as you go on in life, like, those dynamics are going to change, and, and uh, so I'll kind of list off just some, like, fun ones that are highlights in my life, and, like, maybe I'll try to keep them variable as to, like, the different groups that they were with, um, and the different, like, ages and stuff, so chronologically, if I were to start, like, as soon as, like, I was hanging out with friends and doing stuff, um, from a young age, you know, doing stuff like, uh, I, uh, you know, nerf, nerf wars as a kid, uh, you, you play different like games on the trampoline, dodgeball and kind of your classic stuff that you do, you know, as, as a kid, um, it's fun. And, and then, uh, and then I would say, um, what sticks out in my mind probably is like one of the funnest things to do as a kid that I think you could still do at any time is I would make like home like, home videos, but it was back in the day when you didn't have editing software. And so we would like, we would like record something and then like time it, try to time it perfectly to make the cut for the next like scene and stuff. And so that was like one of those highlights of something really fun. It would, it takes, it takes up a lot of time. It allows like for a lot of creativity. You watch it afterwards and like everybody's a star in, in this like stupid video that you made. <laughs> totally. Um, I did yeah. that
0: to answer somebody for a dance. I remember we just, recorded ourselves saying yes like in different outfits in (laughs) probably like a hundred different ways and in a couple different languages but yeah stuff like that is the best and yes a lot of teenagers have phones that can edit stuff but like it's fun to just do something like not just recording what's happening like do it as a purposeful video like have something creative and fun yeah you're
2: with a group of people and you're like hey like let's get to create juices flowing and you just start yelling and figuring out like a funny, it's usually funny videos that people. Oh love. yeah. Um, other fun stuff that I did high school, uh, you know, doing like, like anything funny. It was like dress up. I feel like in high school, that's an age where you can get away. Hopefully you have access to some kind of a, dress up bin that you can just pull random stuff from and then you just dress up a bunch of people I know my mom she did uh, aerobics instruction for years and years and it's,
0: yeah. we can dress up probably 50 people easily if we wanted to
2: yeah I'd <laughs> highly re- recommend anything with sequin like you're just you're gonna you're gonna do well with
0: them. everybody's gonna love you
2: <laughs> yeah so we dress up and then we go running downtown on the sidewalk and just jogging along and just we, it was we thought we were hilarious and then, like I remember, at graduated to, we would do a baton relay race. So we would wait till a car would pull up to an intersection. We come out of the bushes and line up like we were in a race, like on the with the way. car. <laughs> and then when the and when the light turned green, we would all like run. We were in like pink tutus and like and like wearing leotards and the weirdest <laughs> stuff. And we'd have somebody else that was like up the road a little bit that you pass the baton off to. So the different reactions you'd get from not only like the spectators that were like there at the intersection or the people you're racing was just hilarious. That was hours of fun. And, uh, and then like we took that and graduated that to like, we'd show up at girls dormitories and we'd get in their parking lots. And then we'd, we, we wired like all these big speakers outside of the truck and we'd jump out and have like a dance party with glow sticks and stuff and like all these girls would come out on their balconies and like watch us and like cheer for us. And that was just (laughs) anything to like get attention and just- Surprise and fun. Yeah, like that was always hilarious. And that that shock and awe factor, like, yeah, well, like maybe some look at it as like, oh, that's annoying. If it's all in good fun, no one's gonna be like angry at you. It's only gonna make people laugh or smile generally. And uh, you know, being a little bit rowdy and like that, I, it's always a good time. Like more often than not, people just want to join in and like scoff at it and have and have issue with it. But if that's not like so much of your taste, like maybe I should talk about some things that are a little easier for like everybody to do because not everybody is going to be comfortable.
0: Yeah, with, let's talk about you know. some just basic stuff. So some, some of the basic stuff. basic ideas I had too because uh, you know some of our listeners are not able to drive yet. So I also want to make sure that you know some of these activities are things that preteens and young teens can do like get your parents to take you to somebody's house and play night games or play a bunch of board games or even just learning a skill together you know you can do painting you can learn how to cook you can do a cooking competition in your own kitchen with a bunch of kids it doesn't matter how old you are I mean have you seen tv they've got like five-year-olds making gourmet dishes on there so if you plan it it can be awesome so
2: That that brings to mind things that I could have done in high school that I did in college. We got like just cheap shirts and we we all designed with spray paint like and tape. We designed our own t-shirts and I made mine. I was big into kiteboarding and so I made mine like this cool striped pink and black shirt design with a kite border that I made, you know, out of tape and then spray painted it. And it actually ended up being pretty cool. And I ended up wearing it for the next couple of years. So, yeah, stuff like that is super easy. You know, it doesn't cost a lot, but it's a lot more interactive and fun because you're like, oh, what are you making? Maybe you can help somebody. And if you're trying to date, maybe figure out somebody that might be a good date for you then it gives you a much easier way to do that than like tinder these days like swipe right that's you know texting and all that that's great but like actual human interaction where you have something that puts people in a good mood a good attitude and is more natural than the awkwardness of hey we just met each other on a blind date That setup, you're just starting out and it's just already like a little bit harder to get past that awkwardness whereas if you do something natural that's just oh, we're just having fun. No one needs to pair off with anybody, and it can naturally just kind of happen. Yeah. yeah. That's always good. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you were with me for a lot of those really cool adventures where it would be, like, little arts and crafts things we did on the beach. We, I remember playing uh, Capture the Flag. I remember having, like, several really fun just house parties where we would, like, we just have a, an iPod or an iPhone, and you just start up, like, a playlist of music. And it was, you know, it was easy to get going. And once you get comfortable with like a group of friends that you can kind of just do whatever with, then I found it was easy to kind of do like whatever it goes, like whatever anybody wants to do. It was going to be fun. And and it, was re- it really came down to like a group attitude and mentality that allowed for that freedom to try stuff. And you're never going to lose because you're always comfortable with those people.
0: So. Yeah. Totally. So our last episode was on not being influenced by people and or substances and alcohol. And I think what people really struggle with and why they go to that is just because they aren't as creative and aren't used to trying to be creative. So do you have any maybe tips of how to get creative, think outside the box and encourage other people? Because I feel like that's something you're really good at because you definitely had a lot of friends who maybe we did go to parties and wanted that easy out, but then you were able to really encourage and motivate people to think outside the box and get a little more creative.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's just a matter of like, well, what's going to be better for life? My personal choice was, yeah, I, I found that the drugs and alcohol, that, that was a cop out. That was pushing a button, a fun button. But yeah, like I go to parties, I hang out with people that they're drinking and they're, you know, under that influence. And I'm not saying that they're not having fun in that time, but there is these consequences that definitely seem to come with it. And for those that aren't going to partake in that, <laughs> it is really frustrating. And here's why. It's because by taking that stuff, you're not going to be very creative. You're not going to be very funny. You think you're funny, but you're not funny. Most of the time I'm listening to people telling these stories that they can hardly get through. They're not. Creative and funny, and so they're laughing at it. But it's they're laughing because they're feeling funky from a drug that's in their that's in their body. Because here's what happened for me, and the kind of pivotal moment was I had multiple groups of friends that did this, but my my core group and the ones that where my life was going like perfectly in high school, where everything was just awesome and we were doing tons of fun stuff. Those group of buddies of mine, girls and boys alike, they started to shift what their fun was to drugs and alcohol. When that happened, the of course, like you only have so much time together, and that it, it really did replace a big amount of the time that was being an effort that was being spent into doing fun things. So what that meant for me was like i I just got frustrated because I, I kind of made the decision that early on that I wasn't going to be a part of the drugs and alcohol. I didn't think it was cool i didn't it it wasn't appealing uh, from a sober standpoint, I was looking at it, and I'm like all right. Well, that doesn't look that cool, and no, it's not that fun. It's not like what people are saying. So, what I did is I, I uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of had to like make a decision, you know, to find new friends just because I could stay friends, but not close friends. Because I mean, it just it really does take over like a big part of your effort and your time um, in, in a group dynamic like that. And so, what really worked for me well, and what uh, I really did enjoy was when I had groups of friends that. As a group, you'd figure out, and usually it takes like a ringleader that's willing to be kind of the the one to push and kind of get everybody going. But um, you just, you got to be, it maybe takes a little bit more effort and planning, but the, I feel like it pays major dividends. And somebody listening to this, they could say, yeah, well, you don't know because you never like tried drugs and alcohol. And shoot, you know, I have a beautiful, awesome wife and she, she, she drinks a, a little bit here and there still to this day. Um, So it's not like I'm that biased where it's like, for me, it really comes down to like a logical decision because I see the benefits. I think that if you look at it in this perspective of, hey, like uh, I could be more successful at, for example, finding a spouse, a girlfriend, boyfriend, um, you know, or or just a friend, just a friend to hang out with. I'm going to do that a lot better if maybe I find activities that I'm interested in and somebody else is interested in, and then like, we can gain a friendship or gain a relationship through that, that common interest. Um, whereas drinking a beer and going to a, going to a bar, uh, I'm not gonna say it's not successful for everybody, but it's just, uh, I, I think it's not, it's not a great place to build a foundation on your like, relationship. For me, when I met my wife, Jackie, nine years ago, I was super motivated with her, for example, I wanted to find cool things to go do and have that, like, all the time. I would research, like, fun places to explore. I took Jackie to, like, I tried to find things within Idaho or around Idaho to go do that were more adventurous. Let's say you have a full day or a half day. I took her like, Bruno Sand Dunes one night, you know, and, and uh, we, we checked that out. And going up to Hot Springs, like, I have all of my different hobbies that I enjoy. A kayak, a whitewater raft, a kiteboard, a snowboard, I like to dirt bike. And these are all things that I've tried to also find, you know, ways of not only having fun myself, but sharing that fun. Yeah. And
0: I I feel like too, you know, those outdoor sports, especially, you know, there's just so much tangible physical interaction and, doing those with other people and teaching other people there's just so much more positivity around those things so you know get outside to learn some of those skills and then teach them to your friends because if you can do those physical fun things you're gonna have a lot easier time coming up with an easy go-to activity to get people started on changing their habits i think too anytime that you can learn something together and work well together you're just having a good time and find a service project you know get out and do something physical for somebody who can't do something for themselves because we do them together because they're physical and we get to work together we actually end up having a great time something happens differently in your brain and those relationships become bonded much more strongly when you can do something real together instead of hanging out on your phones the whole time or yeah. just drinking or whatever you know put down your phones get out there, go do something real together. And you're going to end up having way stronger friendships because of those things.
2: Really what it came down to is like just putting a little more effort into like, I, I remember I would make lists. Like when I had an idea, I would make a list of like fun thing. Like I, on my phone today, fun things to do. So when something comes along, I, I you know, I, I, I'll jot that down. And then, cause at the moment it might be hard to be like, well, what do we do right now? right you you pull up the list and you're like oh actually right now this would work like let's go do this that's what
0: that's what uh i wanted to challenge all the listeners to is to make a bucket list not a not a bucket list for your life but a bucket list of fun because when you have something to refer to i mean i do the same thing for food (laughs) like oh you know i don't i don't want to make any food but here i've got my list of food that i can make Okay, at least something looks good, and then I get motivated to do that. You know, sometimes yeah. we're we struggle with being creative, but then when we look at that list, we're like, "Well, yeah, that does that does sound fun." Now that I'm looking at it, so make that bucket list and enjoy life to its fullest. There's so much more out there than just doing the same thing. That's just going to alter your body. And so I'm hoping that we can motivate some people to get creative and share their ideas, so that more people can have fun. Well, and I, I think, too, the whole point is, too, is we've been in the last few episodes that tony has been working on is talking a lot about authenticity and choosing to do those things doesn't show your authentic self. It's an altered form of yourself. And I think being able to be authentically who you are and be fine with who you are without any substances to make you do something differently or give you some liquid courage or whatever, you know, being authentically you creates opportunities for people to really connect with you in a real, real way. And
2: you push that button, that fun button of drugs and alcohol and just being under the influence of something. There, um, There is no way you're going to be your authentic self because once that wears off, like like nobody can tell me that that's like their true self, that by pressing that button, they become their true self. No, you're your true self and you don't have something influencing you some drug influencing you uh, you're going to have much more authentic and long-lasting fun and long-lasting consequences of that in my opinion if you are take some time be creative put some effort into it it's worth putting that little extra maybe effort initially into um yeah. and it's so fun like i like i gotta say like i'm so happy that i've just always have always decided like i'm never gonna even try it because like, I want to be able to say, like, for the rest of my life that I've been able to have, like, fun and be, like, where I am socially and have all the success I've had and not ever have had to, like, see what that that looks like for me. Yeah. Because I think, I think that that's, like, that's a scary path to go down because what if I didn't – what if I found myself where I was in less control like so many <laughs> often find themselves in? Right.
0: No, we just want to encourage all of our listeners go have some real fun. We're challenging yeah. you to make your bucket list of your fun things, get your friends into it, and come and share it with us so that we can all have some more real fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear one of the highlights of my uh, on my list right now? Oh yeah. So I have on my list right now is to make a music video with me and my buddies. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wear. Jorts, which are like cut-off jean shorts. Oh, beautiful! And and, uh, and wife beaters, and then have and then rollerblade behind a car and film <laughs> a, mu- a music video like a backstreet <laughs> on rollerblades though, and in jorts. So nice. it's there's a nice juxtaposition there that you absolutely. Enjoy. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good one.
0: Oh man! Well, thank you love. so much, Garrett, for coming and sharing your fun ideas.
2: You're welcome. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure, and uh, yeah, hope everybody enjoys and can benefit hopefully in some way from from this. But for me, this is work. I would definitely encourage trying this route because I, I do know it works and it's made me a lot happier person. Awesome.
0: I hope you're able to get some ideas for activities and some ideas of how to have some real fun. Please come and share your ideas with us. We really want you to come and join us on Instagram. Even if you think your ideas are small or not that exciting We want this to be able to be something that we can all work on together to think of some fun ideas. Developing your ability to be creative and make your own real fun is going to seriously bless your lives. It will make your life better, more exciting, help you connect with who you really are and help you to become. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.